Thanks for joining us now for Until All Have Heard, featuring the president of the Far East Broadcasting Company, Ed Cannon, who's with me now via Zoom. Sometimes we get together now, Ed, as COVID begins to wane just a bit, but it's good to at least see your face here today. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it, it seems to me like Zoom has just become the norm, and uh, I don't even think about it anymore, just like I right. am sitting with you face-to-face. I'm looking Should forward. Should have bought stock, shouldn't we? Yeah. Well, you assume we didn't. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. All right. Hey, let's talk about the Great Commission today. The last time I checked, it's not been amended. It's not been canceled. It's still our instructions, ready, set, go, as we say and have titled this program, the Great Commission, of course, in Matthew chapter 28. You know, as we're recording this program, we're a few weeks past uh, the celebration of Easter and the resurrection of Christ. So when Jesus came back to his disciples and proclaimed the Great Commission to him would be about now uh, relative to Easter, you know, uh, some days after that. Mm -hmm. So he was speaking to his disciples and um, Matthew 28, 16, he starts Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. So they were obedient, weren't they, Wayne? Right, and they're minus Judas here, of course. Yeah. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. I I just, I I really reflect on that line a lot. They worshipped him, but some doubted. These men had been with Jesus for three years. They saw him bring people back from the dead, heal crippled people, uh, heal blind people, uh, speak so powerfully. And how in the world could these men have doubted? Yet, I put myself in their shoes. W- would that be me? Uh, would I have doubted? But at least they came. They came to where he was and where he had instructed them to go. So even though they might have been doubting, they were still obedient. I think there's a great lesson just in that line. Even if you doubt, Continue to follow. Continue to hear what Christ tells you. Continue to obey his word. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Those are our marching orders for Far East Broadcasting, aren't they? And for every person who places their trust in Jesus. It's not just for the Far East Broadcasting Company. It's not just for the 11 disciples, but it's for every one of us. When we Mm -hmm. place our trust in Jesus, we obey him, and he, he encourages us all as disciples of his, as followers of his, as people who have placed our trust in him to obey what he has taught us. And he has taught us to go ye therefore and make disciples. But yeah, you're right, Wayne, that that has become the mission and the marching orders for the Far East Broadcasting Company. And Mm -hmm. uh, in all my years in ministry, Wayne, I have to tell you, I've seen people around the earth um, committed to this, but none more than I see... uh, broadcasters of the Far East Broadcasting Company in sacrificial positions, serving in really, really difficult places with one goal and one objective, and that's to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. Well, as I read these verses uh, and and think about FEBC, I think about the fact that 
There are unreached people groups, and that's an important part of what we do. We do everything we can to reach those unreached with all these minority languages that we broadcast in and help develop. I mean, this is an important part of this ministry. That's right. You know, we're broadcasting in many languages that have yet had the Bible translated in them. So the FEBC staff who speak minority languages, who have access to the Bible in another language, they're teaching what Christ has as commanded them, even though the Bible itself hasn't been translated in that language. And I think that's very important. You know, we look to the importance of getting the Bible translated in every language, but I think our staff say, well, we don't have to wait for that day. We don't have to wait for the day that everything has been translated. That would be wonderful, and that would be the best objective. But to teach them what Jesus has taught a little bit at a time— focusing particularly on the most important aspects of the gospel. Place your trust in him, repent of your sins, and he will forgive you. And of course, it is proclamation, go and tell, but it's also go and teach, make disciples. That's an important part of the Great Commission and an important part of what we do on the radio and the various methods that we reach people through FEPC. Isn't that right, Wayne? And you know, sometimes, honestly, I'm a little challenged. Do we do that here in the United States? Do we teach them to obey everything that I have commanded you? Mm. It feels like sometimes uh, that's a lesser portion of of Christ's teaching, but it's right here. Go ye therefore and make disciples. That's critical. But teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you is really a challenging uh, assignment for us all because we have to live that life Mm -hmm. if we're to teach others to do that. And, and, And I do learn from the places I go and the people that I see in uh, difficult places in Pakistan, in India, in Indonesia, in China, that um, listeners pay very close attention to the way FEBC models their life. We have to be close to the listener. We, We visit the villages. We do these things. And should we ever slip and fall, should we ever send a message that isn't in accordance with, uh, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded, I think they too will doubt, like it is back in verse 17, but some doubted. We don't want to place any doubt. Should we do anything to cause one of these little ones to stumble? Uh, You know the way the rest of that verse goes, and it's not pretty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the Great Commission applies to all of us, regardless of where we live around the world. But I think just maybe that our brothers and sisters in uh, other parts of the world outside the West— Maybe they're doing a better job at this than we are. Now, we, we talk a lot about going and sending and proclaiming, but it seems to me that they really have a handle on that this is a personal responsibility, perhaps more than we feel that personally in the West. I do. Do you know what I mean? And, and I'm reminded of one of our broadcasters in Southeast Asia, lives way out in the jungle, and um, has committed his life to be an evangelist. And he's broadcasting in a minority language. And the line that just resonates in my head that I've heard him say is, what is happening here, what we are accomplishing by broadcasting the gospel is not because of our competence. It's because of what God has done. And God will use lives of obedient people for his purposes. And so I think so often, certainly we're not perfect. We can't obey everything Jesus has said, but when we trust him, to say we're doing the best we can to fulfill 
the responsibilities that you've given us, then God takes over. It's not because of our competence or our obedience, but God is using faithful people who are doing the very best they can to be obedient to his word to accomplish his will. And you know, it says in John chapter six, his will is that everyone would know Jesus Christ and live in eternity and with him in heaven. That's God's will. Yeah. I know as a broadcaster in the West that it, this challenges me because I, I very often think that, okay, my time on the mic, my time on the air, that's fulfilling the Great Commission. That's And that's helping make disciples and teaching people to observe everything that Jesus has taught. But somehow, my colleagues overseas in these places where Far East Broadcasting Company has stations and outlets and ministries, somehow they, again, personalize it so they don't just jump on the radio and talk about it. They're in the community doing it. Mm. They're meeting with people. They're taking the time to go out and visit sometimes very remote villages and, and share. And, the, and, and really, that's a fulfillment of the Great Commission. One of the very first uh, visits I ever had to our staff in Thailand, um, I was reviewing budgets and financials, and we were working very late in the office on paperwork and uh, less than satisfying type things. And I noticed <laughs> one of the staff sitting back in the back of the office very late at night. It was 10, 11 o'clock at night and and um, looked like he was talking on the phone. So I asked our director, you know, what what is that person doing? Oh, well, we have a staff assigned 24 hours a day to answer calls from listeners. Now, we don't get huge volumes of calls in a place like Thailand, but enough that um, sometimes they'll call in the middle of the night. But the staff are so dedicated not to miss one hungering listener who's looking for God's word, that they stay late at night. They take the cell phone and they're sitting there answering calls from listeners and engaging them in a dialogue about the truth of the Bible. And that level of dedication I see does. Yeah, it's as you suggest. It speaks loudly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I I think that's what it takes. Uh, But we shouldn't be harsh on ourselves, Wayne. Uh, the time you spend on the mic, I know you're doing God's will, and you do a great job. I understand that. But, you know, there was a time in my life when I thought, you know what, maybe with the experience I have, I can uh, travel to some of these places, and maybe I can share some lessons with these young, impressionable broadcasters out mm-hmm. there. And now uh, I approach it completely the opposite way. They have things to teach me, mm-hmm. and uh, that never fails to be the case any time that I get out and about mm-hmm. – uh, you know, prior to COVID, when we were allowed to travel, get out there, and, and they, they are a great challenge you, to me. You know, Wayne, I recall exactly one example of what you're talking about. You and I took a number of broadcasting dignitaries that we've known for a long time, uh, men and women who have uh, got great influence in the broadcasting world, some on the air, some owners of large Christian radio networks, very mm-hmm. experienced in broadcasting. And we visited our staff in Russia and I'm sure you can recall that meeting. And I do. And yeah. uh, we kind of went over there, uh, and I think there was an air of, well, let's go and help these poor Russian broadcasters and <laughs> teach them a little bit more about the way to do. But to a person, as we were at the airport getting ready to leave, everyone was just shaking their heads saying, we couldn't help these guys. They're the ones teaching yeah. us how to do radio in their country. Yeah, I do remember very specifically because, you know, I do a lot of interviewing in uh, in in broadcasting, and I feel like I've learned a few things about interviewing. 
But I met a kindred spirit in Russia, a young man, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. less than half my age mm-hmm. by far, mm-hmm. who really, uh, really challenged me about his own thinking about the craft of interviewing mm-hmm. people, you mm-hmm. know, and he's still doing it today with, with FEBC. Mm-hmm. So I remember that very clearly. Yeah, he was a former KGB agent, a brilliant yeah. man, yeah. but boy, what a heart for the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Wayne, as we, we talk today about the Great Commission and uh, and and we're talking about what individuals within FEBC are doing, uh, I think I just want to say that despite the roles people have, whether you're a huge audience on a radio or a pastor in a church or just a faithful Christian in your own neighborhood, uh, God looks at those things, I'm sure, the same way. He cares for every soul. And so I don't ever mean to suggest that um, it's not just as important that we all talk to the people in our lives about the truth of the gospel as it is to be behind a microphone and and, and broadcasting to millions of people. It's all Mm -hmm. critically important. God doesn't look at any of those things differently. It's just as important to reach out to uh, a forgotten soul in your neighborhood or uh, maybe someone that you've known and and not not heard from them for a long time. It's just as important that that is part of the Great Commission as being broadcasting live on the radio. So could I encourage you today to do that, to think that way? Um, And God loves that soul just as much as he loves the millions of people in places like Thailand and and Mm -hmm. China. Yeah. Well, we learn from each other, don't we? So thanks for that challenge to us, Ed. And thanks for this focus on the Great Commission. Ready, set, go. It applies to all of us. Hey, thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope that you're reviewing the podcast at Apple Podcasts or other places where reviews are allowed, and that really helps introduce other listeners to what's going on here with this program called Until All Have Heard. We'd really appreciate that. Of course, it's on our website, febc.org, but it's also on many podcast platforms, and you can point to any one of them, steer people in that direction, Until All Have Heard. Ed, thank you. We'll, uh, We'll talk next week. And could we close with the last words of Jesus in this great commission? And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. What a great encouragement. The most hopeful words ever spoken, right? Right, right. (laughs) Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Wayne. Join us next time. A production of the Far East Broadcasting Company, until all have heard. Thanks to Jonathan Mortiz and Joe Carlson for their help today. We'll see you next week.